And Jerry Herman. I think Jerry Herman and Andrea McCardle and Leslie Uggams would make this show just fantastic. Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of Inside Spotlight, a podcast related to all things Spotlight Theatre Company. I'm your host and moderator, Luke Allen Terry. We're heading into the third week of performances for Agatha Christie's Witness for the Prosecution. And as I said before in previous podcast episodes, the response to the show has just been glowing, by critics and audiences alike. The cast is having a great time backstage, too. And this week, we had a couple visitors, a few celebrity guests, if you will, in the form of Betty Davis and Carol Channing. Now, I know that you think that this is impossible, considering one has been dead for quite some time, but when you hear it... You'll think that she was alive and speaking right next to you. We also talked about mishaps that occur during live theater. Things such as missed entrances, dropped lines, or maybe a technical cue that goes too early, too late, or doesn't go at all. Not saying that this has been happening during the performances of Witness for the Prosecution, but with any live theater production, things like that are bound to happen. We hear a few interesting stories from cast members Tommy Jennings, John Gleason, and Katie Mangott, as well as one from myself. Are there any memories of like a, a line being dropped or an exit or an entrance not being made that you've had to cover uh, oh, in a show? Uh, 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 yes, almost every show. There's something I've had to There's cover. There's something that definitely happens. There's like always that. something. Yes. Do you any 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 significant ones come to mind? Oh, I'm trying to. I can think of several times when I've bust out laughing on stage, mm-hmm. but um, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing because I no. think it definitely. For me as an audience member and also for me, even if I was a director, I would know that, oh, that means my cast is having fun. I know that they're having, right. enjoying themselves. I don't like it necessarily for it to happen, but sometimes when it does, if the audience enjoys it, then it's fine. Right, if they're on board with right. it. Um, no, I've, I've caused that situation for people where oh, I've either missed an entrance or I've just gone blank or I've been on stage in that situation where I've been like, Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's like either a phone's not ringing or a doorbell's not ringing, and you have to just say, oh, it sounds like the phone's ringing, or, mm-hmm. oh, I think I hear somebody at the door, mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. No, I, most definitely, and I think that is one thing I was talking with Tommy, is that stuff like that happens all the time, even to the, to the professionals, the equity oh, yeah. people. It happens everywhere. That's what I makes mean, it fun. <clears throat> oh, most definitely. I remember reading a story once about how Alan Cumming was doing Three Penny Opera, and... One other actor just missed an entrance for a song, so we ended up just talking to the band and talking to the audience for about a good five minutes before that other actor who had a costume malfunction or something finally came on stage and just went back in like it was nothing. I remember being in a murder mystery once at a very large theater where we were all on stage and we could look out across the audience, which was tables and chairs. And we could see the back door, mm-hmm. the back doors. There were th- two or three across the back. And there was an actor waiting to make an entrance. And the actress on stage had completely <laughs> skipped his entrance, completely. Oh, no. So this poor guy was in the back of the theater waving. And there was, we had about 280 people in the house that night. At the, the tables and chairs, it was packed. It was a New Year's Eve show. Mm-hmm. And we could look across and we could see this poor guy waving for us to try to figure out how to get, how him, to get on him on stage. There, I remembered one. That was a good one. That was New Year's Eve at Theater Arlington. Very interesting. Their first show in their new space. Mm-hmm. Now, John, what about you? Any any memorable mishaps on stage as far as 
having a cue being missed or a line being dropped or something along those lines. Wow. Wow. Um, well, it's it's like I said, we were doing uh, we were doing Fiddler on the Roof, and I played Laser Wolf, and the guy who uh, who was playing uh, Tevi, he and I were doing um, To Life, mm-hmm. and we we got through, and it was and it's fine. It's a very simple song to sing, and and he was going, he was supposed to sing his line, and I'd sing I line, my line, then we get up and dance around. And this particular day, Kevin just zoned it off, and he sang my line instead of his, <laughs> and instead of just following and. Singing my line again, he stops. He sits back. He gets this disgusted look on his face, and <sighs> I screwed up. And of course, I sang the wrong line too. So the whole song didn't make sense. Didn't you know? It was fine. We went ahead and we 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 got through it. But it's just like you know, you, you just keep going. You you don't stop because exactly. if you just stop, you just magnify the screw up. Exactly. Magnify. Just it's the bit. You drop your load. You go and just uh-huh. yeah. keep it. Yeah, keep the bus moving. Yeah, it's, it's exactly it's like, like the teacher says. You know, damn it, it's not good coverage. Just keep going. Most people aren't going to know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Unless you got Candor and Ev in the audience, yeah, well, then, they, then they might know. Then they know. Then they know. <laughs> I was in a show called Mauritius by Theresa Rebeck, mm-hmm. and um, I played a character called Dennis, and I was supposed to stop another character from touching a large amount of money. And it was integral to the plot that she not touch the money. And um, I let her touch the money. Oh! <laughs> and I was all the way across stage. <laughs> and uh, I, 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 just, I just spaced and had to run over there. And I changed all of the phrasing in my line to make it so that she had touched the money instead of not touching the money. But, um, had to be very careful, I'm that's sure. The, of that. that's, the most recent, that's the most recent drop to date. <laughs> I did a, a play when I was in high school, a uh, murder mystery, called Night of January 16th. And there's all, all sorts of witnesses get called, very similar to this, lots of cross-examination. There was a point where one of the actors who plays the prosecuting attorney, he just completely blanked and went up to one of the women and said, Mrs. Faulkner, I have nothing more to say to you right now. And I was playing the foreman of the jury, and I couldn't jump in and say anything. Couldn't fill it in. Exactly. So you see this poor actress, her eyes just get really big, like, oh, what, what the heck are we going to do now? Until finally, I don't know how they got out, how they did it. I think it was the someone, one of the aides or something said, well, sir, don't you want to ask about this? Like, oh, yes, yes, about the, uh, about the documents. And what, I you know. have nothing more to say to you right now. <laughs> I will later, but, I'm sure. But right now, I just don't know. Right now, I have no idea. <laughs> Yes, sir. I am Thomas Clegg. The coat sleeves had been washed, though not properly pressed afterwards. Oh, I'm doing British, by the way. (laughs) By certain tests, I'm able to state that there are traces of blood on the cuffs. You are, Mr. And you are Thomas Clegg? I am! Now, how would how would someone else how would say Carol Channing sound? Well, I think Carol Channing would want Andrea McCardle here. She's a little slut, but and Jerry Herman, I think Jerry Herman and Andrea McCardle and Leslie Uggams would make this show just fantastic. Yes, <laughs> yes, I think so. That's it for this episode of Inside Spotlight. Send us your own tales of things not going according to plan with a theater production to luke at thisispotlight.org. Special thanks this week to cast members John Gleason, Tommy Jennings, Katie Mangott, and impersonator extraordinaire Bob Leggett, as well as Miss Carol Channing and Betty Davis. Witness for the Prosecution runs until November 9th, Fridays and Saturdays at 7.30 p.m., and Sundays at 2 p.m. 
For more information, visit thisisspotlight.com. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash spotlighttheatercompany. All one word, and theater with an R-E. Also, if you're a Yelper, give us a nice five-star review. For Inside Spotlight, this is Luke Allentary, signing off. Spotlight Theater Company. Forget your worries and escape for a night of fun.